0: Oh, hi. What's going on, guys? It's Brad, back with another episode of an not wrestling Podcast. My guest today is uh, the one-time title sponsor of Smash Wrestling, the Ace. If you are going to buy a car, go see this guy. Uh, His name's Taylor Kelly. You might know him from taking a Dirty Spinebuster at the first ever Northern Tournament. Uh, He's a Twitch streamer. He's a good dude. He's a car salesman. At CarDaddy, please. Uh, forward on all social medias twitch.com slash cardaddy pls give him a follow give him a listen give me a follow at Brad Myers refs across all the social medias as usual guys uh we're in a pandemic it's kind of crazy uh i'm happy to be providing content to hopefully make your days a little easier um so guys as always most importantly enjoy the show What is going on, guys? Episode number 24. My man, Taylor Kelly. The name might sound familiar. If you are a longtime Smash Wrestling fan, you will know this man as one of the premier sponsors. Now he goes by Cardaddy, please. Welcome, my guest. Taylor Kelly, how the fuck have you been?
1: I've been good, man. The premier sponsor, Canadian Tyler Bate, uh, gone by many names. It was it's, the mustache, uh, wasn't you know, me- it? It was the mustache it, i see i got that i got that fade like crew cut the, the literally the exact one that tyler Bate had in the the uh first uk tournament
0: of course because that was and a trendy it hairstyle. was
1: yeah it was just it was just a good hairstyle it's one that i'd always done but when i did it with the mustache it was actually the fraternity it was fucking channing <laughs> that called me canadian tyler Bate when they were doing that pre-smash tailgate thing oh yeah yeah and it caught on after that because then fucking uh, Mister Andrew Love and company started bringing that around.
0: I love it. I think that's a great name, um, dude. I'm so happy you're on the podcast. I've been wanting to get you on for quite a while to talk about a few things. Uh, but other than that, other than that, before we get into it, how's life going? How's quarantine going? Uh, how's quarantine with a with a small child going?
1: Uh, quarantine with a small child is super interesting because, um. Well, she she got accustomed to... Like, we've got the baby now, and the baby doesn't know anything because it's a baby. Of course. So, yeah, it doesn't know what life otherwise is. But Charlotte going to, like, going to daycare and stuff, now all she knows is, like, oh, I just don't go see my friends anymore. Oh, we can't go to the park because of coronavirus. The funniest byproduct of all of this is now government officials. Anytime she sees, like... Doug Ford Justin Trudeau anything a picture of them she immediately thinks they're talking about coronavirus
0: i mean they kind of are though
1: yeah like anything i could put, it pops up on youtube like trudeau doing whatever and she's like dad is he talking about coronavirus i'm like oh, oh, probably yeah
0: <laughs> that's that's both sad and also terrifying at the same time that like the right? the younger generation is only associating politicians with this coronavirus
1: with an insane pandemic
0: And I mean, like, this has been going on for quite a a, a long time, almost a year. And I mean, if you listen back to the the first couple episodes of mine, I'm talking about this being like a month-long thing, and I sound like such a fucking idiot in retrospect, but I don't think anybody really thought this was going to go on this long. Um, So I guess my first question, and it it goes into what we talked about right before we jumped on this, is how are your drinking habits going? Because I know for mine, when this thing started, I was just... I was putting back a lot of beers
1: yeah i mean i think mine have just stayed the same like i'm i'm always a one or two drinks a night kind of guy and uh but because my job stayed so steady and hasn't really i was only off for like five weeks when they shut down the whole province Mm -hmm. so at that point you're like i day drink a bit more now like we can start at like noon the fuck am i gonna do
0: i mean fair Uh...
1: and um like past that it's it, it's it it hasn't really changed. I got to go to work in the morning. I'm off tomorrow luckily, but like Saturday morning I still got to wake up, make it for the sales meeting. So I can only have a drink or two. Like
0: Yeah, fair enough. That makes sense. I think like for me working Monday to Friday and actually having the weekends off, like Friday nights were getting pretty bad for me for a while just because it was like you know, there's nothing else to do. I can't go see my friends. So like I'm going to watch old wrestling. And maybe have a Skype call with Shane Saber or, you know, we'll text and put on a IWTV show together and just watch that. But it was like, it was getting out of hand, man. I was having like three four beers a night. I was drinking a case in a weekend. Uh, I'm glad that's beyond me now and that I've kind of slowed down. But that being said, you're drinking a White Claw right now. I've got a gin and tonic, but made with bubbly and it's an orange bubbly. So it's kind of nice. Um, oh, that's
1: interesting. I don't like gin, but that sounds like a good mix.
0: Listen, do it with vodka. Do a vodka with a little bit of, uh, you know, orange bubbly. It'll be great. A little
1: bubbly, a little bit of spicy water.
0: Yeah. Uh, what type of white claw are you drinking?
1: Right now, I'm on. A, I got. I got that natural lime white claw.
0: I think that's my favorite one.
1: Okay, my favorite one is one that you can only get in a mix pack. I like the sparkling grapefruit.
0: I see. I like the grapefruit neutral. I don't like the grapefruit white claw. Really? Yeah. Call me crazy. Yeah, I,
1: I was I was hunting for it because my favorite one leading up was mango. Mango, dude, is mango slaps. Like the goat tier white claw, and then I saw I was like, oh, sparkling like sparkling grape. Because you know we got it. We got so many buddies through wrestling that are over the border. So I see a bunch of drinks before they hit here. So, I'm like, oh, grapefruit white claw, where can I find that? And I hit up the LCBO and they had it. They were like, oh, it just came out, but it's only in a mixed pack. You got to buy the 12 pack and it's the skinny cans. I go, fine, I'll buy it. And they just haven't released the tall can of it. So, if I want to get my favorite white claw, I'm like, oh, I got to buy 12 skinny cans.
0: Which sucks. Uh, I will say the only advantage we have in Canada with the white claws is that they come in tall boys. Because in the States, you can only get them in uh, the skinny cans. But we get them in tall boys, really? which is great. Yeah, as I've never seen them. Granted, I haven't been to the States now in over a year, but, uh, you know, I've never seen them in Tallboys, but we get them in Tallboys here, which is great. That's
1: super scuffed. Yeah, Tallboys are way better.
0: Um, That being said, I probably drank probably close to 100 White Claws this summer. Heck yeah, dude. At least. They're so good. And I mean... they so...
1: They have no business being as good as they are. When they were overhyped because of, like, Joey Janela and stuff, I had the highest expectations for them to be a letdown. Because I'm like, oh, there's no way they're this hype. And they're going to be as good as everybody says. And they got here. Like with the energy drink stuff, when like everybody was on bang and that kind of stuff came up. And I was like, oh, it's okay. Like it's not, I'm not blown away. It's an energy drink.
0: Okay. But here's the thing. The energy drink situation, and I've talked about this before. Uh, the Canadian government has laws on how much caffeine can be in bang. So when you All get a, of yeah, when you get a Canadian bang, it's about half the caffeine level of the american one so the american oh, one like okay. knocks you the fuck out whereas okay. the canadian one's just like a monster
1: so the boys weren't misleading me it actually kind of slaps down
0: there yeah it slaps down there and like uh rain down there is awesome they've got an orange creamsicle flavor which is probably the best thing i've ever tasted they
1: have. i see puff posting rain flavors all the time i'm so bitter that i can't have them
0: so i'm gonna let you in on a secret if you have a boss supplements near you uh occasionally they have american energy drinks
1: I don't know check into it. I actually think I have one near me near like near my work.
0: Yeah, so there's one in Burlington that like they always get in this uh, it's called Rays, which is pretty good. And then they know I like the uh, the orange cream school rain, so they order it in for me all the time. Man. It's pretty good.
1: Got that hook up.
0: I try. You know, sometimes being a nobody pays off. And uh, that being said, if if you can talk to your guys, I'm sure they can get it in. But only that one. The one in Oakville doesn't really carry any, which kind of sucks. Cause, Jerks. Because it's around the corner from my work, whereas the one in Burlington's kind of out of the way. But I will go out of the way for good energy drinks. Let the record show. Yeah. of course. Uh, so now that we've talked about our drinking habits and uh, how mine are off the rails, uh, let's talk about what you've been doing a lot in your spare time. Let's talk about streaming. Ooh. You are Ooh. an avid streamer now, correct?
1: I am. I am.
0: Now, what's your go-to game do you have like a certain go-to game do you only stream nhl
1: i've been all over the map so i started streaming with my two other like high school buddies and we literally picked it up because we play like we're always we're playing every night anyways like that's our decompress for sure so we all we all have our regular jobs and we all go during the day and whatever and we get home at night and we all crack a drink and hop on around this time and Start playing some video games together and kind of just talk and catch up and do whatever all what's happened today what memes did you see what's going on and uh so in doing that we saw everybody kind of taking off the streaming stuff and people were starting to pick it up this was just before the pandemic like picked up i was gonna say a really
0: good time to to start streaming i know right now that's like the big popular thing everybody is either starting a podcast or starting streaming or some people are doing both
1: yeah it's a good pastime, and we looked like we were we looked like we were just kind of jumping on a trend, really. Um, and it, we started just before, because and then everybody started was like, "We're doing it too," and I was like, "Great, we look like we're followers." Of course. But I'll take it; it's fine, because uh, we were doing it anyways. But yeah, we know we play. Uh, obviously we play a lot of NHL together. We're we're perennial NHL players, Div One, uh, Div One club for the last like six years.
0: Wow. That's, uh, we... that's actually impressive because my buddies and I used to play. and I don't think we got above like seven.
1: Yeah. We, we kind of, uh, we kind of, we kind of run the table on that. We were uh, my other two buddies that play in the club. They literally did a day long grind on stream and they ended up number one in threes globally. Wow. And then I went, and then I did one for the ones mode that they have in it now. And I ended up like top five globally in ones. Jesus. So we play a lot of that just because we're competitive at it. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> and we're good.
0: Um, um, so you play, I also, you play threes?
1: We play three. Well, we play club sixes.
0: Okay. So do and you then, have and six
1: then? We play then. For, yeah, no. We play we play club sixes with three and then let the AI run the other two. Three. Okay. So AI goalie and then AI defender, AI winger. And then I run the wing, buddy runs the center. Another buddy runs uh, D-man.
0: That's smart. So we um, run up that way. Have you ever tried playing goalie? Yes. It's fucking impossible. So there's,
1: there's a long-standing rivalry between me and my good buddy on who's the better goalie because we constantly <laughs> – it's super hard because to keep goals against average below, like, seven is near impossible it's, when the other players are even okay.
0: It's damn near impossible. And I don't understand how people who run sixes win games. Like, you have so, to just be good defensively and not allow shot attempts because as a goalie – I like to think I'm decent at NHL. I don't think I'm good at all, but as a goalie, I feel like I've never played hockey in my life.
1: Yeah. The biggest thing I learned with, uh, not only just shell, but, uh, goalie and shell is you can't play hockey period. Like every time, anytime I see people going, Oh, I'm cycling the puck. I'm doing this. And it's not, you're playing hockey. You're not playing NHL. Yeah, this true. is a different game. You're, you're trying, you got to play this game. So with the goalie it's the same thing. You can't play goalie. You have to do dumb stuff. So what I do is you just throw (laughs) desperation saves out. You go full Dominic Hasek, stack the pads on him, flying poke, check the breakaway. Do insane stuff. And it works most of the time. Because Mm -hmm. it it takes you into an animation and Buddy just misses. Or you destroy the guy and there's no penalty for tripping as a goalie.
0: If that's not the definition of the NHL franchise, I don't know what it is.
1: It's so good.
0: (laughs) Because even like... It
1: makes for great content.
0: For sure. And like... Even as a forward, the most ridiculous things you can do usually work. Oh, yeah. Now, I remember back in, and this is going to date me a lot, but the first NHL game to come to PlayStation 2, I think it was NHL 2001. Oh, God. There was a cheat, and it wasn't really a cheat, but it was like a glitch. If you took a slap shot from center ice, if you were going up, it would go in every time.
1: Oh, I remember, I remember doing that on the PC version where you could actually score off the face-off.
0: Yeah, as long as you take a clapper from right at center ice. It goes right in the net. Goalie can't save it. Beautiful, beautiful. The other thing that I loved was if you had a guy who had like a cannon slap shot, sometimes you'd take a clapper so hard it would knock the goalie over and you'd just give up the juiciest rebound.
1: Oh, so my ultimate, and that... What we need to bring back with goalies getting knocked over is NHL Hits, which yes. is greatest franchise of all time. Let me just murder people. Let me just crush the goalie. Let me break the glass on the boards. Dude, Let forget me knock about, people over with clappers.
0: Forget about NHL, the simulation game. Somebody bring back NHL Hits. Because yeah. I, I think our generation would buy that thing up tenfold. The new generation coming up would be like, fuck, this game is awesome. And you might even yeah. get some new hockey fans because of it.
1: Listen, 2K, if you happen to be listening to this podcast for some ungodly reason, which, why well, wouldn't you? It's a real podcast. I mean, thank you. I appreciate um, that. I, you need to bring back hits. You know what? You, you, everybody who clamors for NHL to be competing uh, in this market with EA, don't compete with them on the sim level. Give me hits. Let me destroy somebody with Bufflin.
0: Yeah, 100%. Give me hits. Turn that violence let up. Me put, Give let me put me Evander Give...
1: Kane into bankruptcy.
0: Yeah. Give me, uh, give me arcade teams like the shitty, rotten guys. I remember there was a team. Give me like,
1: big head mode.
0: Yeah, give me fuck it, give me roller skate mode. Like when you played uh, oh, at the disco. Give me goalie fights. So give me fights where the loser gets a penalty or gets kicked out of the game. I can't remember which one it was.
1: Bring the ambulance on the ice.
0: Yeah, give me all of it. I love I need it.
1: Flaming pucks. That's what I need. Flaming pucks.
0: Are you also a college football guy?
1: Oh, buddy! So you must—I'm so jacked right now. You must be
0: amped at that announcement.
1: I'm so—that's college football was my all-time favorite sports franchise. I played the dynasty. I did online dynasties with buddies, create our own schools, do full scouting reports, run them for several years. um It's to lose that franchise in '14 was insane to me because it seemed like it should have been way more popular. It was a good way to introduce people to guys like college players coming up, yeah. even though the names weren't on them. People still looked them up because you're like, "Oh man, Alabama's sick. Who's this number ten guy?" And you search them up, and you're like, "Oh, this is unreal." Yeah. And it's the gameplay always seemed to be so much better, especially with a lot of the like they really made stadiums matter and the college atmosphere. Yes. So it you'd did. go into happy, you'd go into Happy Valley, and all of a sudden, like, oh, you can't see your play art because the crowd's too amped from the last play. You're like, oh, my God, what am I going to do? I can't call audibles. The audience is too loud. My wide receiver can't hear it.
0: The other thing they did like, that was really, like, nobody talks about was setting up play-action plays. Like, if you yeah. did, if you didn't run the ball and you just went to play-action, your QB gets swallowed up. But if you run the yeah. ball two, three times, then you throw a play-action in there, you're almost guaranteed a wide-open receiver.
1: Yeah, play like, play recognition stuff, skill-based stuff, like your player Archetypes always actually mattered because you can run triple offense, uh, triple option offenses and stuff like that. Uh, strength of schedule mattered. Yep. It was it was unbelievable to the extent like you could redshirt guys, you guys had to actually perform well in school. Uh, you had to if you made a promise to a recruit, you had to actually keep it. Yeah, I mean like, everything about it. It so, was so
0: so deep, so good, and uh, the fact that it's coming back has me amped up. The only thing I don't like is that they said. Uh, in a few years,
1: I know. I was just about to say, what was that two, three years? They said the cycles on because they just started it.
0: Which I get because that means they're building it from the ground up, which I I love. But it's the same, gonna be a
1: next gen title, so it's gonna be ridiculous. At the
0: at the same time, I was so disappointed when I when I found out a couple years from now. But like, in a few years, I'll be super hype. And I think the smart move would be in the interim. And I tweeted this, but I don't think anyone saw it would be upload either 14, 13, 10, or a bunch of them to EA Play. Yeah. Get people... Yeah, give me...
1: We all have EA access. Let me play 14 at the very least.
0: Get people hyped. Get people into it. And then when you drop this new game, people are going to be like, oh, shit, it's the same game but with better graphics? Sign me up.
1: Yeah. Well, with all the integration that they have for, like, uploading rosters and stuff like that, if they just re-release 14 the amount of hype that would come just because people would be creating like all last year's rosters from college with like Joe Burrow and Tua and those guys. So you could play out a season with Joey Burrow. No kidding. And like this season, like, oh man, let's run Trevor Lawrence's uh, team through the ringer and see what happens. The hype that would be created would be so it would that game would literally carry us for three years until with all the updates people could do.
0: I think it would. When the update, when they announced it, I actually went out and dug up I think it's 13 or 12 that I have. It had... uh, Shit, what's his name? RG3 on the cover.
1: Uh, It was 13, I think. Yeah.
0: So I dug that up and started playing around with that. And my God, that game is so deep.
1: That was a good one, too. Because that one, they had the Heisman moments, I think. Yeah, they did. Yeah, so you could play as RG3 for the season. or You could play with, like, Herschel Walker.
0: Which is Stuff like that. I love it. Unreal.
1: So good. So good.
0: I love it. So what...
1: Mascot games. So Mascot games.
0: Hilarious. Underrated. Give me it in every sports franchise. Uh, um, all right. Switching subjects. Well, not switching subjects. Staying on video games. Uh, what console are you running these days?
1: Uh, PS5. I'm spoiled. Oh
0: Man, how'd you score one so, of those?
1: So I lined up at EB Games uh, on the second pre-order release. Uh, luckily, I work a job where my boss doesn't care if I disappear for two hours. Yeah, fair enough so literally on one of the days i told him i was like hey i'm gonna be gone for x amount of time and uh i mean you could decide what that means for you for those two hours um but i'm going down the road to eb games to line up to get the ps5 pre-order because i tried to get the first one didn't get it uh went and stood in line and uh buddy came out with all the tickets and numbers and was like oh it looks like everybody here's getting one i was like let's go put my deposit down Oh, I was so ecstatic. I occasionally uh, I was just laughing with my buddy because uh, I game with a guy from Brazil that I've been gaming with for like four years. And uh, but so I always I always forget that I have the PS5, which is hilarious to say because it's such a different monster. But I literally because I still play all the PS4 games on it with guys that are playing on PS4. Of course. So I forget that I have it. So I was talking to him about games that we could play, and I was like, oh, you know we could run a couple of these games. But, you know, the PS Plus game for this month I'm super stoked about It's Destruction All-Stars. Comes out in February. It'll be out February 2nd. And he looks it up. He goes, yeah, the PS5 exclusive. I don't have one.
0: And, oh, I forgot <laughs> oh, I had that. Sorry. Sorry.
1: I was like, I get to play all the games. I was just excited to play a game with my friend.
0: Yeah, that's fair. That's funny, though. Uh, I'm currently running Series X. And... As far as like exclusive content goes, not very impressed. Uh everything else about it, love it.
1: That's been the big downfall for Series X I've heard, because they don't have like anything that's Series X, like, oh, we released a Series X game. Whereas PS five since release has released a PS five game for free through PS plus. Yeah, it's the month. best.
0: Well we we got um through Game Pass, we got um what's it called? Fuck. I don't think it's an exclusive, but it's free for us. It's called uh, I can't the what's the what, what's it called when you talk to dead people?
1: Uh, phasmophobia.
0: No, 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 no. Like if, if you're someone like you can talk to dead people, but tell people. Oh, medium. Yeah, the medium. That's what it's called. Wow, oh. haven't played it yet. Gonna download it. Apparently, it's really good. That's a yeah. Series Sweet. X game. Uh, that being said. Some of the games that they've, like, redone to be Series X look incredible. Uh, yeah, that's been the big thing. The biggest thing for, for the, the Xbox launch was the Halo delay. Uh, yeah. Because if Halo came out with Series X, I think it would have been fucking awesome.
1: It would have crushed.
0: Yeah, for sure. Because right now... Next it's Halo,
1: to... we're launching. Well, because... So, PS5 launches with Demon Souls, revamped for the PS5, and then... Uh, Launch titles were pretty lax, but they had a good roadmap for what was coming out. Yeah. And then they started just hitting heavy on the PS5 upgrades. So immediately Madden gets the next-gen upgrade. Immediately uh, FIFA gets the next-gen upgrade. NHL is not getting one, which is ridiculous to me.
0: Is it ridiculous to you, or is it pretty much part for the course? Because I think it's part for the course.
1: No, no, because EA Sports is doing it for every other franchise. I'm like, why, why leave NHL in the dust?
0: Well ea man that's all i have to say it's that being said to me the next gen madden is fucking incredible
1: i have such a love-hate relationship with that game so next gen, next gen madden's great i used to play madden for money online which uh it was like i've been okay at the game for a very long time and the amount of bugs in the game that caused me to lose the game yeah (laughs) that's like like it's it, like, super fun, but if I'm actually trying, I'm very bothered. So I'm like, oh, I just spent a little bit of money on Ultimate Team, got myself like a 96 overall like to a Loa, got myself a 90 overall O-line. I'm set up. My defense is sick. I've got all the newest cards. I get it in there, throw the ball. It gets tipped 37 times down to the next 20-yard line, and of intercepted. And yeah. I'm like, guys, please... <laughs>
0: That That's my biggest thing. I'm more of a franchise player, so, like, that shit doesn't really happen in franchise. Thank God. Um, True. So, for me, I did a rebuild with the Jets, and we won the Super Bowl. Nice. So, you know. Ooh, nice. Uh, we had a great draft year and made some trades and uh, managed to get, like, the first overall pick, the third overall pick, and I think the seventh. Dang. So, uh, my top three picks were Trevor Lawrence, uh, Devontae Smith, and Kyle Pitts. Oh, my. Goodness. so like immediately we became an offensive threat it
1: loaded the team up
0: uh second round drafted chuba hubbard so you know we're doing pretty good
1: you're just killing it out there you, you should just buy the jets right now that's
0: what i'm saying you should pretty much just uh let me run the jets because you can't go any worse than adam Gase. i'm oh, no kidding clearly i know what i'm doing uh wouldn't be able to coach a football team but i can build one so there's that that's fine, that's fine.
1: you let other people do that king does make his own throne baby you're goddamn
0: right Uh, Tell me your best moment that you've had streaming.
1: Um, Okay. So my favorite story that I tell about, story that I tell about streaming all the time is uh, because I get it. So people always try and people that don't get it or people that don't do it or people that just want to razz you will always run to the, oh, haha. Yeah. You just stream for one person. I go, yeah, man, I just, I'm very okay. Streaming for just like two Dedicated people yeah. that want to show up and watch me. If I literally, if I make two people super happy watching my content, I'm blown away that two people want to watch me play anything.
0: No kidding. That's so I've, cool. I've had
1: a couple nights. Yeah, I've had a couple nights where we my biggest night was obviously uh, uh, title baiting everybody because uh, I did it on the day after election or election night, one of the two. But I made my title very political and had <laughs> yeah. an insane conversation going on with like 13 people. And I was like, holy. 13 people's wild for my chat. Um, but the all-time favorite story. So I have uh, my only moderator in chat right now uh, on Twitch. So when I log on, he comes on usually about 1 a.m. our time. Mid, I usually stream from like 11 until like 2. So he usually comes on like midnight, 1 a.m., depending on what's happening. So this kid came in a bunch of times when I was playing. Uh, so I can't remember what game I was playing. But he'd come in a couple times and like, oh man, I could teach some things and came in on the same time all the time. Uh, and we started recognizing his name because he was in there every night. And I was like, it was super late for you. Like, what are you doing? Like, I found, so I find out that this kid's like 13 years old, I think. Yeah. I'm like, oh, it's super late. What are you doing on? He goes, It's not super late. He's like, I'm from Germany. I go, that's worse. It's super early in Germany. I go, what are you doing on? He's like, oh, like I set in a, he's like, I'm on to watch you. Like I set an alarm so I can get up before school for an hour and watch you stream. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. Wait,
0: what? That is so cool. He's,
1: he's like, yeah. He's like, I have an alarm set. So like I can wake up and go grab my breakfast from the kitchen. I come back to my room and I watch you stream for an hour before I got to get ready for bed, for work or for school. and Then I go to school. I go, <laughs> I'm like, so you're telling me that I like you specifically lose sleep so you can watch me play video games <laughs> and this and dedicated every day so after a while of that i was like yeah that like there's nothing cooler than this at this point like i i have somebody who's a legitimate fan of me yeah that my content makes him happy and uh i modded him because i'm like you have to be my mod I was like you're my only mod you'll always be my only mod until i'm uh, if i ever blow up you'll always be the mod i'll grab a couple others but you're always the mod because like, you're like the OG of my stream. And now he's branched out because like, I stream at weird hours for him, so he's not always on. Yeah, of course. Um, he's branched out to so many other like friends' streams, though. So like I can pop in and watch a buddy stream. And if so if I've tweeted out during the day, he usually goes and checks it out. So I've gone in so many streams, and he's in there just chatting it up. And people are like, oh my god, this dude's so cool. Uh, so I'm like, I'm just glad that I've connected whoever this kid. And you know what, man? You never know whose situation is what. And I'm not saying that maybe he has a terrible situation or maybe he's got a great situation, but I, just for for a kid who might one day have a bad day and now he's got four or five streams that all recognize his name and count him as a friend.
0: Yeah, that's, cool. Uh, that's super cool,
1: cool that I've connected him with that
0: kind of network. Man, that's awesome. That was, like, way better than anything I could have imagined you were going to tell me when I asked for your coolest moment. But, fuck, that's cool shit. It's a great shit. story. It's uh, a great story. Okay, on the contrary, do you have any terrible moments that you'd like to share? Whether it's, you know, you're about to win a hockey game and you blow a tire or something like that? or
1: uh, What's made you blood
0: some... red mad?
1: We've had some pretty crushing losses in, uh, in tournament finals and in club sixes. Whereas just like you hear all the boys go completely silent right into the DR, and then we all just leave. Oh man. Um, oh yeah, we've had a couple just like we're not talking for the rest of the night. It's over. You blew. You blew the. You blew the breakaway, and it's everybody's fault. And you can't. You can't fix it. Um, no, it's it's all internet problems that ruin my streaming time. Because I've had a couple times where like we're having a killer stream, and I've got a super active chat. Everybody's having a ton of fun, and then internet kill like kills itself.
0: Of course, happens all the time.
1: <laughs> yeah, so I'm like, I don't know. These are always the worst. I haven't had anything crazy. My buddy actually had the crazier one where he had two major NHL streamers raid him like super early, like two months into streaming. Uh, he had two BC and Nasher both raid him with like 150 people each. Oh my god. So I, yeah, so I come on to be like, oh yeah, we're about to game tonight, and he's streaming to like 260 people. <laughs> um but biggest misstep ever and one of my favorite things that's ever happened because this is a guy who swears up and down he doesn't want to do social medias ever for anything uh so the washington capitals esports comp- team caps gaming so Nash raids him 2bc raids him everybody comes in dude what's up and his chat's going nuts we're answering hockey questions i'm on now monitoring his chat kind of answering stuff and relaying stuff to him caps gaming comes in and goes hey who thinks this guy deserves some caps gear and like they're about to send this guy washington capital stuff and people's like of course yeah give him some caps gear this is the best yeah and they go cool what's your twitter we'll dm you and he goes oh i don't have twitter oh no. doesn't have one set up and they go Oh, that's all right, I guess. And they leave. Oh my <laughs> god. So he never gets anything from the Caps gaming team when they were ready to fish him with a whole bunch of merch. And Man, I'm that like hurts. Uh, the lo-. but from there and they, and again audience retention. So we have terrible audience retention on streams because we play a variety of games. Like we don't stick to one. Yeah, of course. I I know for I know for sure I lost regulars from my stream based on games because i have people who have come in and be like oh you're not playing for honor and i go no i'm not playing for honor i'm playing this with the boys or like we'll play warzone for like two weeks so They're like oh bro you're not playing warzone I go, no man i'm not playing warzone we're playing this dumb arcade game we found for three dollars yeah of course um so in that too like him not having socials on top of that really out of the 260 people he had in the stream there was zero, there was like no retention. Like nobody came back. He got a ton of followers, but nobody ever showed back up.
0: That's the tough thing, right? Is like, if you don't have social media and you're trying to do a digital media. for. Oh yeah.
1: Like you, like you see me post on Twitter all the time. And that's literally just an extension of like, I need something that's going to be active enough where people are like, Oh, I can still interact with this guy after I'm at his stream.
0: Yeah. And I think another thing is like, if you tweet about it, it kind of holds you accountable uh to doing it because i know like for me like if i if i'm gonna do something and i tell people i'm gonna do it i'll do it but if i just like think of something like yeah i'm gonna do this like james are not gonna do it you know
1: oh i'll tell you i'm so bad for that anyways because i'll tweet and be like this is what we're doing for the next week you know i'm gonna stream on this day this day this day i'll get to it and go i'm not doing that yeah and I'll just nix it anyways. <laughs> People would be like, I thought you said this. They go, yeah, I definitely said that, but I'm not doing it.
0: Yeah, I definitely said it, but uh, fuck you. Um,
1: yeah, you can't hold me accountable for something I don't care about. Too so, bad.
0: So sticking on hockey, you, you mentioned uh, cap swag. So I got to ask you, I know you own a lot of hockey jerseys. Ugh. Where did this idea come from?
1: Uh, I don't know. I'm mean, just trying to be creative with the stream. So with obviously with Ultimate Team, you can just kind of – switch out your jersey for anything yeah so i was like well it could be some spicy to kind of get more eyes or like not more eyes to it but if somebody sees it they're like oh unique and they remember it same same gimmick that i have with in sales from a shoot job right where of course. it's you, you need a grab and you need something that people remember you buy i had the mustache for a long time i still currently wear bow ties and people always remember the bow tie oh, i was talking about the, the bow tie i'm the only guy wearing a bow tie
0: yeah so it's a gimmick i love some it. people know it all about the
1: gimmicks. That's why wrestling extends into every aspect of my life. It,
0: it really extends into every aspect of every life. Don't worry. I got, People just don't realize if, it.
1: If you've tracked anything about my gaming stuff, you'll know that wrestling is so deep, even further deep now than it ever has been with my gaming stuff. But we'll get to that. Um, it's, it's the hockey jersey thing was just like, I can match the players on the ice to what I'm wearing. So it looks like a team thing. So I'm wearing the Regina Pats jersey. My players are wearing the Regina Pats jersey, and we got the logo. People come in, there's a good synergy there, and they go, oh, this is cool.
0: Where the hell and do then you get a Regina Pats jersey, is my question.
1: <laughs> the weirdest thing ever. So I was looking for like CHL jerseys, and obviously mainly OHL, because that's what I figured all I'd get. And I'm in Barry. I'm like, I'll snag a Barry Colts jersey for sure. And I find this person on and I guarantee you they're counterfeit. They have to be. It doesn't make any sense to me otherwise. But there's this like there's this chick selling them on Facebook. I have all of these jerseys, ten dollars a jersey.
0: Come on now. And I'm like,
1: okay, so they're all they're gonna be garbage quality. Like they're gonna be screen printed or something. I'm like, whatever. I'll buy one or two, see what they're like. So I hit her up, hey I work here, you need to bring them to me because I can't leave work. I'll transfer you the money when you get here. And I see the jerseys shows up and they're stitched. Like they have the official CHL tags on them. I still swear they're probably counterfeit because there's no way they're this cheap unless she stole them, yeah, which man. whatever, I guess. But like, yeah. So I, so the first couple that I buy are, um, I bought a cataracts. She cataracts Jersey. And I bought, I don't remember the other one I got. That was my first one. Oh, uh, S- uh, Saskatoon Blades. Okay. So I snagged those two jerseys because they looked the coolest. And I was like, not the biggest loss on those ones if, you know, they're not great. And they're obscure enough. And then they're good quality. And I'm like, I hit her up. I go, yo, what other ones do you have? Do you have any you didn't show? And she hits me up with a whole bunch of pictures. And I'm like, okay. I was like, I'll send you 40 bucks next week. Uh, bring me these four. She <laughs> brings me four more jerseys. <laughs> like That's This insane. is wild. So I've branched out football jerseys too from when I'm playing Madden and like you know I try to wear jersey no matter what Yo, hold I'm up. Doing this, on the stream because this
0: girl has football jerseys too
1: No, so I just picked up football jerseys off Facebook oh, So okay, fun so fact it, my, my actual my actual last jersey that I bought was a Jerry Rice Raiders jersey and it accidentally was purchased from Josh Alexander <laughs> <laughs> So I go on Facebook. And I'm like, I'm just looking for jerseys. And I find a Raiders jersey, and you can't see who it is right away. Click it, go, yeah, I want it. Click to message the seller, message it. And it says, Josh Alexander's selling his jersey. I go, okay. Very cool. That's (laughs) hilarious. Come pick it up today, Josh.
0: That's hilarious. I love that. So good. Man.
1: Yeah, Jersey thing's just a gimmick. It's a, it's marketability cross board because I'm not looking to blow up in streaming. No, of it'd course. be super cool if it was a full time thing. Like if it ever gets there, then I'll run with it for sure. But it's 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 for fun and for you know it's become passive income. I've actually made money off of it, which is more than a lot of people can say. So I'm super grateful for that.
0: All right, I'm gonna put you on the spot for two quick questions. Ooh. Number one. What's your favorite obscure hockey jersey that you own?
1: It's actually probably a Regina Pats jersey. It's really nice. Okay. I, I like the color scheme. I like the. Yeah, I like color scheme. I like the logo. That's probably Are, it. I have the I have the two thousand seven Canada World Juniors one. That's not obscure.
0: Is that the green one?
1: No, it's the red one.
0: Okay. Well, I know they wear a green one, and you we were just talking yeah. about Saskatchewan, so, you know.
1: No, Saskatoon Blades one is the yes. Yeah, Sask- Saskatoon Blades one is the green one
0: that's right next question what team has the best jersey of all time Uh, okay you can give me a top five
1: just just is that just is we talking just minors or
0: no we're talking full blood hockey wherever
1: okay anaheim mighty ducks really anaheim mighty ducks are up there for sure
0: what's your thought on the The reverse retro mighty ducks one
1: Love it. Love it. It's so bad that it's so good. Yeah, it's
0: my favorite one, I think, of the reverse retros.
1: Okay, so my favorite reverse retro is because it's also one of my favorite designs of all time. Well, spin off of my favorite designs of all time. It's one of my favorite jerseys and logos of all time is the Coyote Coyote.
0: Oh. Yeah, it's good.
1: Easily. What was going to be your guess?
0: I was going to guess the Statue of Liberty.
1: No, I, you know what? It's good, but it's not. It's you know what? It's not even in my favorites. Really? It's good. Okay. Yeah, it's good, but it's not. Yeah, I love the Peyote Coyote. I've always loved the Phoenix Coyotes jerseys with the goalie coyote on it.
0: Yeah, the Kachina. Uh, I don't yeah. know
1: why they, Yep. Don't know why they've ever gotten rid of it. It's phenomenal. I'm
0: glad they're back to it.
1: They and should then just I just go back like
0: full time, but yeah, just go back full time to that. Low, why are you doing
1: the? You're not. First of all, it's a team. It's a franchise. that's hemorrhaging money. Do anything you can to sell.
0: And also, nobody likes burgundy as a hockey team. Yeah. Yeah. You think you're Harvard? You're not. Yeah.
1: Get out of here. You're not marketable in the first place. You can't fill an arena. Do
0: something. Your colors are cream and burgundy. Get fucked.
1: Get a life. Um, in terms of my like, I just I like the really some of the jerseys I like are really bad jerseys. I think
0: I'm the same way. I'm I'm definitely a big jersey guy. Like, there's this website, and it's going to sound hilarious that I know a website where they show all the jerseys, but it's called Ice. Aesthetics dot com. Nice play on aesthetics. Um, if you ever want to know anything about any jersey, just go there because that's where I find out all my leaks, all my uh, all my fun information about jerseys.
1: Ooh. So, my, uh, I will say that I think my top number one full uniform, not just jersey, but full uniform, is the former Brampton Battalion. Okay. Because the battalion have always looked so fresh. That head to toe, like military look, but it's still a very clear hockey jersey with the colors, with the helmet, yep. easily top to bottom, the best look in all of hockey.
0: I like it. That's a good answer. That's not an answer I was expecting, but that's a good answer.
1: Yeah. They're so good.
0: Okay. So we got the Anaheim Mighty Ducks. We got the Brampton Battalion. Are you going to throw the Kachina or the uh, yeah, Peyote yeah, Coyote put the Kachina in, there? in
1: there? Peyote right. Coyote for sure. And then, man, it's so hard after that. I, I really like the old school Canucks logo. The skate? Yeah, the blade. Yep. Really like that. And then, that's hard. I'm, I don't know if I got it. I don't know if I got really a fifth. I'm that's shocked
0: like, that you haven't said Chicago Blackhawks.
1: They have so many different jerseys.
0: That red <laughs> jersey is like the most iconic jersey in sports, I would say. Yeah. And can we talk about yeah. for a quick second, how good all of the Chicago uniforms are?
1: Every single one of them is crazy. The Bulls, they unreal. A...
0: The White Sox, eh. The Cubs, unreal.
1: No, I even like the. I even like the White Sox because they kind of. And you know what? I think it's the team that did it to them, but it's kind of got a swagger to it.
0: Yeah, I think so. But it's just, you know, it's not when it's, you it's if not I was Yankees, they got the pinstripes. If, if I was gonna rank all of the Chicago teams, I think I would put the White Sox last as far as like uniforms. Go. Yeah, that's fair. Because like yeah, even the fair. Bears have a great color scheme. Oh yeah. So gosh Iconic. Chicago doing it right.
1: Chicago sports and Pittsburgh sports because Pittsburgh just does all the same colors.
0: Yeah Black and yellow. and Toronto to an extent until the Raptors were like, hey, we're gonna be red.
1: Well purple and red was great. I liked purple and, and now purple. they're like now they're like gold and chartreuse. and like they're insane. Yeah. Drake's taking this in a wild direction.
0: I don't I don't love it. Give me the original Raptor. Purple with the claw marks, the silver and black with the red letters. Give me
1: the, give me the Huskies. I don't care.
0: Yeah. You know what? Give me the Huskies. Me, Let's go all blue and white. Give me,
1: give me not the Toronto OVOs, please.
0: Yeah. For fuck's sake, Get your Give your head a shake, pal. Um,
1: give your head a shake, bye.
0: But seriously, like, I think the Leafs have a great look. That's me being biased. It's uh, iconic. I think Chicago. Montreal's got a good look to them, even though I fucking hate them. Um, yeah. Man, I just love... The whole design concept of uniforms. But as far as like the wackier the better goes, I fully subscribe to that theory.
1: Yeah, I, I just love like for college, for going back to college football, Oregon, phenomenal. Just doing insane designs, 74 jerseys a year, different helmets. So, like, so I'm I was like, I'm all for it.
0: I was going through in uh, college football 13 to pick a, a school to kind of rebuild, and I would have picked the Ducks if they weren't already so fucking good. Um, yeah. Just because, like, white jersey, yellow jersey, green jersey, black jersey, light green jersey, yeah. dark yellow jersey. It's like, what the fuck? <laughs>
1: Stripe helmet, gas helmet, black helmet. Silver like, oh helmet,
0: silver jersey, silver pants. But they always have yeah. They always have the, the feathers on the shoulders, which I think is such a nice so touch. So good. So good. And I'm shocked no NFL team has stolen that.
1: I don't know. It'd be so hard to pull off, and I, you know what? I don't know how a college team pulls it off budget-wise, having that many different designs. But I think they're sponsored by Nike.
0: For sure they are. Um, but I'm I'm just surprised that no NFL team has done the feathered shoulder look.
1: Give us us an expansion give us an expansion uh, West Coast team, put them in Portland or something.
0: Portland Winterhawks, baby, sign me up. I'm saying. Sign me up for that.
1: Give me the Winterhawks. Give them feathers on the shoulders.
0: Hell, even give like the Eagles or the Falcons feathers on the shoulders. I don't care.
1: Don't get, don't waste it on the Falcons. I mean, you're
0: right. Don't waste them on the Eagles either.
1: Tua. Don't waste it on the Eagles either, yeah.
0: Who's your who's your NFL team? Dolphins. Dolphins. You and Matt McCausen. That's was that two guests in a row that were talking about the Dolphins? How do you feel about Tua? Uh.
1: I like to he plays scared though you can tell he's been injured I so I followed him through college again I'm a big college football guy I always have been so watching prospects come up I, I'm a, I'm a lot more of a player guy than I'm a team guy okay um so the story of me being picking the dolphins as a team is hilarious because you like because
0: or you like Ricky Williams
1: no not even that I love Ricky smoking other Williams uh great running back
0: remember when he was in Argo for a hot minute?
1: yeah i love he, when everybody becomes an argo for a hot a, minute except for it's John, like a ritual
0: except for johnny football that man went to play for the fucking hamilton tiger Cats. he's an idiot yeah it never started though
1: playing in it playing in the hammer what a loser um so for the so i have a very extensive extensive jersey collection regardless of like the hockey stuff mm-hmm. I, i've got a lot of football jerseys too uh, so what i did because i've never really had a team i'm a fantasy football guy i'm a player guy because i played football so i just follow players i've always liked chad ocho I up like larry fitzgerald um i just like i like watching certain players play which lends to the college side of things to like watching certain players come up and dominate yeah and see what they make of themselves so laid out all my jerseys and let my daughter pick so bring her into the living room put all the jerseys out and go what jersey, like, what team should we cheer for, baby? What team do you like? What jersey do you like? And she looks at all the jerseys, looks at all the kind of, because they have shoulder patches, right? And she goes, dad, the baby sharks. And she picks up the Dolphins jersey.
0: Because it's got
1: the dolphin on the side. So they're the baby sharks. We cheer for the baby sharks. I got her a Minka Fitzpatrick jersey. So she has one. I love that. Um, So, uh, yeah, so we run with that team now. I like Tua. It's it's a team with it's a team with positive trajectory. Uh, it's not. I'm glad that we didn't bandwagon something that was like, oh, we like the Tampa Bay Buccaneers with Tom Brady now, um, and just jump immediately into, oh, we we cheer for the best team.
0: You are given to a choice. A come up right now. Do you do the trade and get Deshaun Watson?
1: Yep, 100%. Okay. all day. Okay. If you don't, so if you don't give up the picks that they're talking about, because you're not giving up two first round picks, it's a terrible idea. You, give, you don't give Houston their pick back because it's too high of a pick. You give them your first-round pick at, like, 20th, yep. and you give them Tua. And then whatever, a third if they want it because I don't care about a third-round pick. And you take Deshaun because Deshaun is what Tua should be in four years, three years.
0: Yeah, I agree with that.
1: The same style of player, a little more confidence with NFL experience. That's the exact play. That's who you want Tua to become. So take him now.
0: Yeah, I don't see why you wouldn't. I think it's a smart move. I just don't know if it happens.
1: No, I don't think it happens. Well, it looks like Deshaun's Houston said under no circumstances, will they trade him? Um, which is going to lead to it's just going to lead to Deshaun sitting out a year and being super upset. JJ Watts already said he's not interested in playing for the Texans anymore. Uh, that franchise is going down in an absolute dumpster fire.
0: So hear me out, move him to the West Coast, move him to Portland, give me the Portland Winter Hawks. Yeah.
1: Sell, sell the franchise to someone who uh, isn't going to be so terrible with their player choices and front staffing choices. No
0: kidding. Listen, you've and, got that streaming money. I've got the winning championship of being able to build a team in Madden. Let's do it.
1: Oh, you got your ref money.
0: Yeah, I don't That's have any of that. Here.
1: Don't. Can we? Do we? Do we have to three way call Vaughn right now and tell Backyard Pro to fucking pay you
0: more? Listen, I died in Backyard Pro. Remember?
1: You did die. I know.
0: Uh, also I, mean, I, I can't say I wasn't happy. Don't know if you know this or not, but if there's no shows, brother's not getting paid. So
1: Oh man. You got to figure out you got to figure out some way to ref another like 2 hour Iron Man match. No kidding. Get that real paycheck.
0: No kidding. Sign me up for that. Um Ugh. Listen, we're flying through this hour. So let's uh bang out some some more of my topics real quick. I only have one more Ooh. I want to talk about. It is your shoot job. Uh I want to ask you a question. That's kind of out there. Is there any similarities between selling cars and streaming?
1: Um, yeah, only because sales is like the number one thing I learned about sales. Sales is everything, of course. So it doesn't matter if you're obviously, as you and all the all the good brothers know, that when you're out on the road, kind of peddling yourself as a brand. Yep. A uh, sales. When you're out there, even when you're just trying to do something on social media, become an influencer, that's sales. Streaming, that's sales. So basically, moving into that, it's I take what I know through sales and marketing, try to apply it to a branding and image, and try to draw people in that way. And then when they get there, sell yourself as something that they want to come into. So I take.
0: There's a joke there somewhere. Watch how you phrase that.
1: Uh, that's fine. Take it, take it and run.
0: Listen, you're something I want to come into. All right. Mm,
1: Please don't threaten me with a good time. I'm going to have to
0: censor that.
1: (laughs) Uh, That's fine. Um, yeah, you, you take it and you move it into the streaming. And like, so I take that sales side of things, move it to streaming and treat streaming as if it was me, not the game. I know most games that I play, I'm not the top player. So people aren't coming to look at the game. Of course. They're coming to look at me. They're coming to interact with me, so I trade as a bar. I'm the bartender. You come in, you mingle with the other people in the chat, and I need to become that place that eleven o'clock at night, you know that you can come into the bar, the same people are gonna be there, I'm gonna be there bartending, and you can all talk. And we're gonna talk out life. We're gonna there's gonna be a game on in the background, much like a game on the T V in the bar. We're gonna run that. And then from that you branch off into sponsors because you want to sell yourself to sponsors and kind of get some monetary gain out of it. Like, of course. so currently, currently I stream. I'm sure you've seen a billion tweets from it. I stream for Unkind Esports, which is co-owned by Rob Van Dam, which is the coolest thing in the world. Are you serious? Yeah, dude. I stream. I stream for Rob Van Dam's Esports company.
0: <laughs> That's so fucking wild.
1: So, yeah, so this was. Uh, this all came to fruition from. Again the sales side of me just goes, Whatever, pitch it for fun. Like, this will be hilarious. So Rob Van Dam tweets one time, Hey, go follow at Unkind Esports and I go, Oh sick So I go, click the esports company, follow them, and then I go back and I find out that Rob Van Dam's like co owner of it or something. And I go back and tweet Rob Van Dam and Unkind Esports and go, there, I followed. Now you need to have me on your team. Trust me, it's a good look. And the company DMs me and goes, hey, so are you looking for a team? And I'm like, not really, no. But I give them a whole spiel. I go, listen, these are the only circumstances that I'd be willing to join on a team. And from their business takes its course. And I go, these are my terms this is the only way that I'll do it. Basically creative control style stuff where yeah, of course, I want to do my stream this way. I want to do this. I want to do this. I need your backing on these four or five things. Um, And then obviously a little funny joke at the end. I'm like, and Rob Van Dam has to be my best friend now. Cause I've been, I was an avid ECW kid growing up. Yeah, I So can just tell. the simple, just the simple fact that like I have any relation to Rob Van Dam is the coolest thing in the world.
0: Yeah. That's pretty and, cool. <laughs>
1: And things break, things break down further. The guy that runs it with Rob Van Dam that got this got Rob Van Dam on board turns out he was the web designer for like John Morrison, Rob Van Dam uh, does all their websites. So I'm like, oh, so dude's a good brother from Florida. So he's like, yep, sounds like it's a good match. I'm like, let me think on it overnight. I pitch it to a couple people that are close to me and they go, it seems like it's only upside for you. Uh, so I join on board and it's been nothing cool stuff. Um, I'm still working on allegedly I'm supposed to be on a call with Rob Van Dam sometime soon. And I honestly don't know how I'm going to keep my
0: cool. Yeah. It's going to be wild.
1: Yeah. But that, and that's just, so from breaking that upwards on sales is this starts off as a casual thing and just the constant, I'm going to pitch, I'm going to pitch, go for it. I'm going to pitch. It's, it brings you up the ladder and i'm sitting in a spot where i'm like oh okay now i stream for an esports team and i do this and i've got the backing i've got graphics i've got sponsors
0: man that's so cool. Shit. That's... and also you're in a company with rob van dam <laughs> what the fuck
1: bro it's 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 when i get to tweet out and go i stream for rob van dam's esports company
0: dude that's wild
1: the coolest thing in the world
0: so was he your favorite ecw guy
1: Yeah, he was, for the longest time. Bro, I was, I was, as a kid, I was waking up and, you know, throwing the pillow at my sister and hitting her with Van Terminators.
0: Fantastic.
1: Like, it's, the coolest move to me ever growing up was, oh, this dude throws a chair, they catch it, and he kicks it into their face.
0: Dude, Van Terminator was fucking awesome.
1: It was the coolest move in the world. So, I'm watching... I'm watching ECW on the network and I'm watching like the Dudleys and I'm watching the crowd going wild and Rob Van Dam comes out and he's a maniac. Sabu was one of my favorites and he's cool. I've had a bunch of interactions with him on Twitter and like I, I, there was nothing cooler for like an edgy kid growing up. Cause I was a WCW kid in the first place.
0: Of course, which is weird.
1: And uh WCW kids. Yeah. yeah right. All we had was Goldberg. Is it and goldberg. now we still have goldberg it's terrible um and then but like it would all this would play on and then but the block of tv at night was like it was rollerball which was just women's roller derby which was hilariously cool
0: yeah roller jam and then and yeah would, roller jam do you remember and, when they tried to make ECW? it like wrestling yeah and they would like it was great come off the top with like garbage cans and shit it was awesome
1: so good then they had ECW on the network right after that on TNT with Cyrus the Virus and Paul E. and then Monster Jam. And it was the coolest block. But then like in the middle, I'm like, oh, I'm watching like this insane wrestling company with these insane yeah. like and Taz and Sabu and Rob Van Dam and Mike Awesome and like the coolest dudes. And, uh, yeah, it was just – it was so different. It was too easy to be an ECW guy.
0: That's fair. So good. I remember those days when it was on uh, TNN or whatever it was called. I Just, man, that block was absolutely incredible. So good. Um, talk to me about the belt gimmick. Do you still do it?
1: No, it's hard to do it with COVID, man. I don't want – I can't have fair. people touching the belt. Fair. If, so I can't, I can't have anybody holding for pictures. I, can, I don't want people touching it while I'm not at my desk.
0: If we were not in a pandemic, would you still be doing it? Yeah,
1: yeah, it stayed at my desk right up until, uh, right up until the round of layoffs. Fair.
0: Then it,
1: then it came home with me, and then uh, I still get asked frequently by my company why it's not back. Because they're like, just bring it back. It'll be fine. I go, I can't do anything with it. It yeah. has to sit here. People are gonna want to touch it. I can't, I'd have to be disinfecting it constantly. That's going to tarnish the garbage gold plate that it has on it. Yeah, that's fair. It, um, it's already like, it's already worn from so many shows.
0: Of course. Where did you come up with that idea? Cause I think it's brilliant.
1: Again, it's just another stupid little brainchild of how can I make myself different? So I was at Ford at the time and I was still, it was only like, I was only a couple years into sales and it was one of those like, okay, I need, I've clearly found out that you need to do something different Because people would come in and they'd forget who you are. They'd come into into a car dealership, deal with you for an hour, leave, call back in later that day and go, I don't remember who I was dealing with. It was a guy. I'm like, I work with six guys. Yeah, no kidding. Like, you're never going to find me. So you lose a sale occasionally because they're like, I don't remember who it is. Just put me through to sales. Somebody else gets it. They sell the car. So you lose money. So I'm like, how can I change this? How can I make this relatable to me? How can I make it fun? so i asked my wife because uh, i thought of the belt thing i was like man what if i just bring a championship belt and i have because my uh my manager at the time had talked about oh i used to give customers wives flowers so if it was a chick with a husband i'd be like oh he told me to get you these flowers then they'd take a picture with the flowers and stuff like that Love and it. then the husband would get a kick out of it because he just got a compliment she'd be like oh of course he did and if it was just a, a girl by herself he'd be like oh i had to get you these you know it's such a big moment you're spending so much money you know and you've been such a sweetheart Gets her the flowers takes a picture like how can i do this for me so i got the belt i'm like i gotta run a gimmick i'm gonna do the belt customer's gonna take a picture with the belt every time they pick it up and i'm gonna start tagging wrestling companies to see what i can build here yeah and this is before i like so so smash was like the pinnacle for me smash was the one where i was like oh i won't get that one it's like but one day so I was working. I was working towards Lucha T.O. because I'd gone to a bunch of their shows. Jordan was super cool. Um, and I just I big Lucha Libre fan. Always have been. So I was tagging all the wrestling companies and I was trying to work with some something, something with him on the back. And you know, picture the belt and all this kind of stuff, and it takes off. I asked my wife if I could buy the belt. And I'm like, do you think it's a good idea blowing like I say because that's the good one. Like I spent like three hundred bucks on
0: it. Yeah, of course. You got to go big or go home.
1: So I'm like. Yeah, so I'm like, do I do this? Is it worthy investment? Do we will it work? She's like, I don't oh, know, you're nuts enough to make it work. So we pull it off, bring it in. Uh, first couple times I bring it in, my boss asks me when it's going home because he thinks it's stupid. <laughs> you can't like, is this going to be an all the time thing? Like, when is this going to stop? Is this are you doing this for a reason? I go, yeah, it's going to continue. Uh, it starts taking off on social media, and I start getting more likes than the dealership
0: does. Of course, yeah,
1: and he. And he and he starts going. Well, can you? What if you just bring it and have it here every day? And I go, okay. So I brought it. And basically, how it worked was if the belt was there, I was. So if you saw the belt at my desk, you knew I was in.
0: So we started mm, taking pictures smart. with
1: different people because one, the dealership sponsored uh, trampoline queen, Summer Olympics gold medalist Rosie McLennan. Okay. So she came in with the gold medal. She came in with the gold medals after she won. I took a picture with the belt me holding the belt, with her with the gold medals and post it up. Finds Ford has all the gold.
0: That's smart. I like it.
1: Big post. So that starts taking off that way. And I'm like, okay, so I could start doing wrestling stuff. So I started taking pictures with customers, just them car post up an old school wrestling quote. Starts taking off over a hundred, over a hundred likes every single time when yeah. I was getting like none before. And then just one day smash hits me up. Seb hits me up. Hey, you want to do something? I go I you don't understand how bad I want to do
0: something. <laughs> man that's awesome. I love that. I love that the belt worked into like a personal goal for you. Uh man that's just awesome. Uh so usually Yeah,
1: that belt that belt turned into like that that belt turned into like every dream I could have had as a wrestling Yeah, no kidding.
0: Up. That's wild. What a good investment. Brand yourself so people. Good. That's the takeaway from this podcast. Brand yourself, do something 100%. unique. 100% um, be, be, be different. Before we wrap things up, I usually like to uh, turn the the tides on the conversation. We'll talk about whatever you want to talk about. So, TK, the floor is yours.
1: Oh, my goodness. Whatever I want to talk about. I actually have a great question for you that I was thinking of, Brad. All right. Ask me. So, I've, I've seen you wear a lot of hats across the board because uh, of the amount of shows that I've been at and, you know, following you and the boys because I... I you know Fuerza and vertigo and holden all other great people i love following their journeys and them making something of themselves so for you wearing so many hats what did you want to do what's the goal cuz you've been an announcer i've seen you do the i've seen you do the desk yep. you're a ref now D- did you did you ever want to wrestle did you is ref your goal was color commentary ever your goal like i think where my, where where does that lay you
0: i think my goals have changed over the times uh obviously as a kid i thought i wanted to be a wrestler uh i've yeah. got pretty bad scoliosis uh so i obviously that was out of the question that being said i've wrestled Fair. two to three matches so pretty happy about that um animal uh you know refing was the next jump from color commentary when i, I kind of realized like you know if i wanted to branch out there there's not a lot of places that are going to be able to offer me a chance to do color commentary because a lot of places have their team set um, always willing to do it, always love doing it. I think I'm pretty good at it, not to toot my own horn. Um, But then, yeah, you know, like, re- reffing kind of fell into my lap. And I also think I'm pretty good at that, so that helps a lot. Um, And again, like, going back to investing in yourself, during the pandemic, I have bought my own radio set, so every show I'm on now, all the refs can be ear-pieced up, and we can have communication with each other. Um, You know, just constantly learning i think the end game for me would be to get signed to be a ref somewhere knock on wood um but you know like if if nothing happens with it i'm having the best time doing it and i'm making the best friends doing it so
1: for sure yeah and that's like obviously in the wrestling community it's crazier being up close and personal like obviously we have been like backstage with people where you realize how important because obviously nobody Everybody always memes out the Nick Patricks and stuff like that, and Kyoto, and you know, J- and Corderis has always been a fan favorite. Um, it's and you really learn to appreciate when, like, I get there and I meet like Jake Clemens and stuff like that. And You're like, oh, refs matter, yeah, you're like these guys change the match, yeah. And like, then I watch like I watch you do it with different, like, and it's crazy to watch you do it especially with people that i know that you like personally yeah and i'm like oh that's i know he's having fun i know i can tell he's enjoying it and, and he's visually changing this match for me
0: man that means a lot um i always say that like a good ref won't add to a match but like a bad ref will take away from a match and i think that's super important for people to realize um because if i'm doing my job as a ref you're not supposed to see me until you need to um yeah whereas like if if someone's a bad ref they're always in the way you know you can really notice them the biggest compliment i can get uh from one of the boys in the back is like if they ask me hey were you my ref and if i can say yes to that that means i did a good job nice but yeah man it's wild like i've got it so i've gotten crazily back into action figure collecting and i've got a whole wall of people that i've worked with and it's like what the fuck how crazy is that
1: that, get, that gets insane right like even i even find it crazy from just a sponsor standpoint i always tried to make it not important like i always even felt bad getting pictures with the boys because guys like leo rush would come by leo rush was always one of my ones that i felt really bad about because i could almost tell and not in a bad way i could tell that like oh when i go up here i'm supposed to be buying a picture from you yeah. before i get a picture but I just want the selfie, dude. I spend a lot of money to be here already. Yeah, of course. And I've explained that to Sebs, Seb, and a couple of guys before. I'm like, bro, I spend so much money to sponsor this show already. I don't have merch money, so I can't come up and be like, oh, I'll buy a t shirt, I guess, just so I can, you know, take a picture with you. I'm like, I just want pictures with guys to like. Now, and a lot of guys have been super gracious and like, I couldn't tell at all that. They were. You couldn't tell at all that they were like super famous or anything like that. A lot of the guys take pictures with Andy Williams, obviously everybody's favorite uh, Buffalo brother. Yeah, I love that uh, dude. Dude, unbelievably good guy, and I've interacted with him on several shows. And I was a fan of his music before I ever saw him at Smash, so getting a picture with him was cool on several levels for wrestling and music, and just how cool and genuine. Like he didn't seem unbothered, and I'm like, to me, he's a mega star.
0: Yeah, but to, and to he him, just, he's I'm just like, another dude, guy is awesome. Yeah, he's just... To
1: him, he's nobody. He's like, oh, I'm just a guy that's here. I'm like, dude, can I please get a picture with you? He's like, yeah, 100%. Uh, He once challenged me for my big gold belt 24 hours rules. I love that. That was a good... We were at the opera house, and he snagged it off my shoulders. Like, you have to defend it. You have no choice. 24-hour rules. And then (laughs) Kingdom tried to sanction the match right there, and then I was like, we're not doing this.
0: That's... I love that. So I just pulled up a picture of my figure collection of guys that I've worked with. And, like, this isn't Whoa. even all... Like, I've got behind me in my studio, I've got Samoa Joe, Tommy Dreamer, Ultimo Dragon, Chavo Guerrero, Super Crazy. All guys I've worked so, with, which is nuts to me. That's um, insane. And then, all in case in my room, I have AJ Styles, Cassius Ono, Johnny Gargano, Kevin Owens, Ruby Riot, Cody, The Bucks... Uh, eric young jack gallagher matt riddle tjp drew gulak rhino mia yim rich swan kyle o'reilly it's like what the fuck
1: yeah it's like the guys that like and you on a bigger level and just like even for me as just a fan where i was just marking out to be near some of these guys yeah no kidding like to have sponsored shows and now i like i've interacted and chatted with some guys and like kept in contact with a couple guys that I met, like talked to on shows and I watch raw and NXT and like AEW and there's guys on there. And I'm like, yo, like I've interacted with these people before. Like I was on shows with these, I've sponsored a show with these people. Yeah. It's crazy. Like, this is insane to me. Absolutely like I, crazy. so obviously, obviously the boyhood dream is me taking the spine buster on the smash show. Yeah. Which, you did, thing which is done. awesome. It was the, the dream. Super cool. Shocked everybody. I'll never thank seven up for that. Um, And I keep going back because I always forget that I took Spinebuster on a show that also included Matt Riddle versus Mia Yim.
0: Yeah, which was fantastic.
1: Which was like the best show, the best match I've seen live. And like the amount of people that were on that two part card, I'm like, oh, I was a part of that in some way, which which is is
0: insane. I love it. I was super sad learning that uh, you're moving away from us, but like, man, to see you take that bump was fucking awesome. Um,
1: yeah, it was, uh, I, I couldn't believe that a, that it came through. Like he's, he, Seb's an absolute trooper for letting that ever happen. Just for the simple fact that it started off as a joke when we were texting and he was like, Oh, we gave you a proper send off." I was like, yeah, you, well, I mean, you're the owner. You have to do the Shawn Michaels, Ric Flair. I love you. I'm sorry. And he's like, he was like, oh, yeah, super kick. I go, no, no, your move's the spinebuster. That's my favorite move you do. You have to do that. He's like, I think we can arrange that. I go, wait, who oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> so good. And sure enough, yeah, the only person that saw us backstage practicing it was uh, Blackwood because he just happened to be there. We tried to sneak away to somewhere where nobody else would be in that venue, which is impossible. Yeah, I had no idea um,
0: that was going to happen. So my reaction is genuine.
1: <laughs> oh, the reaction from everybody. Like, I was sitting with, um, with Rich and Nicole. And like everybody that obviously knows me from being in the shows all the time, everybody went nuts. And of course, I'm gonna do the best sell job. So I put the hoodie up and I go straight upstairs, go out the back, around, straight upstairs. You're not seeing me for the rest of the show, man. I'm in medical. I'm out.
0: I love it. You're trying. I got in. the
1: spinebuster hurts, bro. He'd be, he'd put me out.
0: Yeah, I love it. Sell the the TK spinebuster as we called it. <laughs>
1: It's my only chance to get there. That was also my favorite call of all time, by the way. Listen, you the you threw the
0: sponsorship dollars around. He sold the name.
1: It's my... ah, incredible. It's fun what money gets you.
0: Of course. All right, buddy. Well, thanks so much for joining me. I don't want to take up more of your time, but we should definitely uh, keep in touch. Definitely have you on again. Uh, we got to get you out to a Barry wrestling show when the pandemic's done. Oh, yes. Uh, yes. There's no excuses. You live in Barry. Um, man, thanks for coming on. I really yeah. appreciate it.
1: No problem. Thanks for having me, man. This um, is great. I, yeah, I've been itching to get on.
0: Yeah. Before we wrap up, plug where the people can find you so that, uh, you know, maybe you can get up to four followers or something.
1: Ooh, that'd be the best. Uh, I'm car daddy, please on everything, uh, full word for most things, but my Twitch is weird. Twitch.tv slash cardaddy P L S. Um, cause I couldn't get enough figures on it. I don't remember. I think it's taken, uh, car daddy, please on Twitter, car daddy, please on Instagram. Um, come check me out, man. Uh, I'm super welcoming. And, uh, And and it's all free content from me. Always will be.
0: Hell yeah. Give him a follow. And uh, you know what? We'll see you next week.